Hey, how's it going? This is Braden with Noble Sports Guys. I am privileged to have on my episode today Micah of the Seattle uh, Majesty. Majestics. Majestics. I apologize. I, right. <laughs> I was I called my mom beforehand. I'm like, Mom, how do you pronounce this? I want to make sure I say it right. And I got in my head a little bit, but thank you <laughs> for correcting right. me. That's all, all right. right. I, I again I appreciate you coming on here. Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Now, before we get started, you play quarterback, correct? Quarterback yes. and safety? Uh quarterback and corner, actually. Awesome. Yeah. And so do you what's one do you prefer more? Do you prefer playing offense or defense? Um I do love defense just because it's more of a reaction. Um, offense, especially playing quarterback, is you know, you definitely got to read the field a little bit more and make a decision on what to do, how people are lined up and whatnot. So I think I do like playing defense more, but it, it's been a lot of fun playing quarterback this year. So do you play both ways most games, or do you kind of um, rotate? No. This year I'm only playing playing uh, offense. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I played high school football, and as much fun as it was playing both ways, I preferred just playing on defense or offense. I didn't like being gassed after the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, again, thank you for coming on. I'm excited to have you as you play in Seattle. I'm a huge Seahawks fan as I have family up there. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's get to nitty-gritty. Let's start asking. So, a lot of these questions are actually generated from – People that listen to my podcast, a lot of them are actually from my family because my family is one of my biggest supporters of the podcast. Right. So the first question is is actually from my mom. She she is always curious. Who inspired you to become a pro athlete, be uh, pursue a career in football? Um. Honestly, I don't think it's a who. I think it's just a what. Um. I think it's just you know for the love of the game. My dad taught me how to throw a football when I was younger. Um, funny thing, though, we we never we were never a sports family, but he taught me how to throw a football. He taught me how to throw a baseball, how to swing a bat, how to swing a golf club, stuff like that. But I think it's just football has always been one of my main sports that I excelled in um, growing up. So definitely just for the love of the game. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I stopped playing football. I love watching it still, but I kind of lost that fire. And just due to injuries and stuff like that, it stopped becoming fun. So I just started watching it instead of playing it. And it's not as fun, but it's still it's still feeling, feel, feeding that fire for a little bit. Right. Yeah, so that is awesome. Um, the next question was... Let me pull it up. So how do you juggle your life playing football? So I know with some of the other uh, female football players I've talked to, they've had to, because they don't get paid to play professional football, they have to work a yep. second job. Do you have to do that as well? Yep, I have. I mean, basically football is my second job. Um, I work uh, Monday through Friday, you know, a nine to five. Uh, so that's that's nice because we have practices in the evening. Um, 
we usually practice Monday, Wednesday, Saturdays, and uh, it gets it gets hectic at times. You know, we have practice in the uh, during the weekdays from seven to nine p.m. So, and I have to get up at three thirty. So I'm not getting to bed till most nights ten thirty eleven. Um, so I'm, I'm usually pretty tired during football season, but uh, you know, you just gotta you gotta use your time wisely, I guess I should say. Yeah. That's, that's, I guess has been the key factor that I've noticed with everyone that I've interviewed so far is time management. Cause it's, yeah. it's rough and hopefully in the future you won't have to work a, uh, work a different job that this could be a career and being a girl dad, that's something that I've really wanted to strive for. And that's kind of why, there's not very many. I feel like men don't take a focus in women's sports, and I mm-hmm. think it's a shame just because you guys are just as, as competitive, if not more. So right. I want to show my daughter that, hey, this is okay. Like, I'm going to be 100% supportive. If you want to play football, go for it. If you want to be a dancer, if you want to be in the theater, I will be your 100% cheerleader every step of the way. Right. And I think with you and with other players, you guys are trailblazers. You're making it a little bit easier for the younger generation. So it's not as, I guess, taboo or weird to have a woman football player. So Right, exactly. I, I really like that T-shirt that you have that it has the woman crossed out and it says football player. Oh, yeah. I thought I it was really cool. I've, I've, I wear that all the time. <laughs> and it, it's it's so true that I, I've, I've been amazed just watching some of the videos and watching highlights. You guys are running full energy, and there, there's some people that I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to take. I'm 6'2", but some of the hits that you guys put out, I'm like, yeah, she would lay me out in a heartbeat, and I'm not going to – I don't want to line up against her. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, Definitely and I, brings out all, all the big girls. There's, uh, I don't know if you've seen the Texas Elite team, but they – they have some big girls. I don't know what they feed them down there, but they're they're pretty big. And we and we recently our first game was against San Diego, and um, they they all look like beefy linebackers. It's insane. So and our our team is one of the you know the females aren't as big as other teams. So it's a little intimidating getting going out to the field and and, and seeing that like where do you get these women from? Yeah, I'm, I've always heard everything's bigger in Texas, so that might be, <laughs> be true, but I don't know. And I've kind of looked, even the Las Vegas team, I've looked at their roster, and it, it, they've got some small players, but I've noticed that most of the time it's the small players you really have to watch out for because they've <laughs> got the most fight. And believe me, I'm my wife is 5'1", and I'm 6'2", and everyone assumes I'm the scary one, and they've got it completely wrong. I'm the teddy bear, <laughs> and she's the scary one. It's like, don't cross her. You can cross me, and most of the time, you're fine. <laughs> so uh, I, I get it, and I, I just think it's awesome. I, I honestly had no idea that there was professional women's football other than lingerie football. And Yeah, we I, get that a lot, a lot. And I couldn't get behind that just because I, I just feel like it's it's so demeaning. Like, I, I get it that they have the love for the game, but I felt I felt so bad that they have to – to get attention, they have to do that, where I, you guys Well, you know, it was created for, 
for men to watch. So <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's just, I, I guess I'm one of those weird guys that that's just not something that I'm, I'm okay with. I think you guys should be given every single opportunity that a guy has. And that's something that I've been advocating for a little bit now. And I, I really hope that change can happen so that you guys have full blown stadiums and you don't have to worry about only having a couple fans there. So yeah. Yeah. I know I'm trying to get as many people as I can to go to your guys's uh, Vegas game. I I've got a little bit of a following here. So now that, that I know, would be awesome. I think it'd be fun. And I, I I'd be a little bit torn to say that you guys are from Seattle and Vegas. Cause I root for all the Seattle teams and yeah. uh, the professional leagues, but I'm also from Vegas, so it's like <laughs> a little bit torn, but it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the next big question is, so what was your journey like to get to this step in your life? How how did you become a pro football player? I know we kind of touched it that you you love you had a love of the game, like how what were the what was the process for you? Um I think well in high school I first got into playing sports when I was in high school. Um, my freshman year, I was, I was, I would say kind of scared to join a sport, but then um, I went to school in Alaska, so that's where I went to high school. Um, they sent out a, uh, a, oh, what is it called? Um, they asked the, they asked the, all the high schoolers, like what kind of, what kind of sports would you like to play and to be integrated into the school system? And one of, one of them was flag football, like girls flag football. And apparently a lot of, a lot of girls, you know, wanted that. So they, the next year, my sophomore year, um, they started the flag football league for all the high schoolers. And we had a huge jamboree and all the schools came and we played, you know, uh, game after game. And I think it just, it was such a hit that it exploded and it's, and it's been a big thing, um, since then, uh, up in Alaska, at least. I know um, it's, they have flag football in the high school level here in Vegas too. And it's, I've watched some of the games and it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of energy that goes into it. Oh yeah. It's a There's lot closer. Talented girls out there, talented women. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, so I played flag football through from sophomore year all the way till I graduated. And then, uh, there was a, um, women's flag football league that I joined, um, kind of like a recreational league. Um, and I played quarterback for them. And I only, I only played for a year cause then after that I moved, but then when I moved here, uh, a few years in one of my. My ex-boyfriend, actually, his mom saw a post about a tryout for the Majestics. And she, you know, she knew she knew that I love playing sports and um, I love football. And she actually messaged me the link. And so that's how I found the Majestics uh, back in 2017. So I went to a tryout and I just I just fell in love with the team. That's awesome. Yeah. How long have how long have they been around? Um, for, you know, honestly, I, I'm not sure, but I know it's been a long, uh, they've been around for a while. 
um, because they've they've had they've changed owners um, since since they were started. But uh, and they weren't originally, you know, the Seahawks, navy blue and green. I think they were red and black before, but uh, I think once they changed owners, that's when all that changed. So interesting. Yeah. So, so I know I made the mistake when I first reached out to you and I, I'm, I'm with the WFA. I know they I've had it explained to me. I guess there's like three different divisions that you can play in where division one is like the best of the teams with the biggest following. Mm -hmm. uh, does the WNSC have something similar to that? Or is it just you guys are all in the same uh, division slash league? Like, how does that work out? Um, we're, we're all in the same, I guess, league, but it is divided, uh, you know, the Pacific Conference and the Eastern Conference. Um, kind of like the NFL, I guess you could say. Uh, so the AFC and the NFC. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's not not a dig to the WFA. I think that's awesome that there's kind of that flat line because I, I almost feel like at the college level too, when you hear someone plays D3, there's almost like, oh, they're not that great. And in my head, I'm like, no, they're a college athlete. Like I don't care if it's D3 or if it's D1. They're doing something that I couldn't do. Right. So uh, I, I think it's kind of cool. And I've noticed you guys have a lot of big sponsors with uh, the WNFC. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. Uh, and I, it looks like you guys, the WNFC has been around for 19 seasons is what I was looking into, trying to do a little bit more research on it. Does that sound about right? Uh, actually, the WNFC was founded – they started in November of 2018. So okay. we were able, we played a full season in 2019 uh, when they, when we had our kickoff season. Um, and then, you know, obviously last, last year with COVID and everything, uh, the entire season was canceled. So I guess technically this would be our second season uh, in the WNFC as a whole, the whole league. Yeah. So W, the WNFC is um, pretty brand new, uh, but they've taken, you know, huge steps with the sponsors, sponsorships with Adidas and Rydell and, uh, you know, backers like Bose and, um, uh, you know, Cutters and a bunch of other uh, brands. I think that's probably one of the biggest steps to kind of get a bigger following is more advertisement and whatnot. Is there a way to watch games? Like, are, do they stream your games on specific channels or is it like on Facebook or how do, how, if someone were to want to watch your game, how would they do that? So um, they partnered with a company called Buyer Network, spelled V-Y-R-E. And I believe they stream they stream the games through. Uh, I also know you can, I believe you can watch them off of Vimeo as well. Um, but before, yeah, all you have to do for Vire is just download the, the app on your phone and you can stream the games through that. Um, but before we had, 
uh, a lot of the teams stream their games through Facebook. That's a beautiful thing with technology. You can stream anything. Mm -hmm. And hopefully one day you guys will be on ESPN. I think that that would be that awesome. That would be awesome. That would be great. So the million-dollar question, the question that – and I've, I've kind of explained it to the people that listen to my podcast why I started to focus more on women's sports and going away from men's sports. It's mostly because – I feel like there are women who do podcasts that focus on women's sports, but I don't feel like there's enough men that actually invest in it or are willing to take an interest in it. And I've always been somewhat interested in it. I used to go, I being in Vegas, the March madness uh, mountain West bracket was always here. And I would go to the women's tournament and I thought it was a lot of fun because I got to sit on the first row. I thought that was like courtside seats, like that was amazing. Yeah, that's and awesome. I also got to coach a little bit of uh, powder puff football in high school, which I also enjoyed. And mm -hmm. like, like I said, there's a different types of ferocity or uh, ferociousness with women players. I feel like I, my first season coaching them, they uh, were down my throat every second, and I, <laughs> I appreciated it. And we ended up blowing out the other team the one game that we played, and. I appreciated that energy and I, I thought it was a lot of fun. So I started focusing more on women's sports just because one, I am a girl dad and I, mm -hmm. I really, I really enjoy being a girl dad and I want her to know that it's okay that there are going to be guys eventually who are going to be allies and who will support it. And hopefully, right. hopefully I, I have a small platform that it kind of helps that's what that's our end goal is to try to get as many people interested in it as possible right so the million dollar question for you is what do you think are some ways that can help grow I guess women's sports and women in football like what what do you think are the key successes um well specifically uh I think it should start you know, at the, you know how guys or young young boys have the opportunity to go play peewees and then throughout their, uh, you know, getting older, they, they can play football in high school. I mean, there's flag football for girls in high school too, but I don't think that's every state in every high school that there's flag football. Um, but I think if you started off with, a peewee style football for just for just girls and had camps for just women as they get older um you know and uh i think that would help move the women's football forward because we we want to be a you know the epitome of women's football the wnfc does um and we get we get rookies every year and a lot of them really don't know football and it would help if they had an opportunity at a young age to start playing football and learn, you know, like what a line of scrimmage is or uh, the different the, the names for the different positions and what they do and stuff like that. So women that come in and play football and they've never played football before had an experience. It's, it's almost like 
you know, you have to start over every season uh, teaching the basics and whatnot. So I think if you women had more of an opportunity growing up and then coming into the WNFC into a pro level, um, the level of play would also be a lot higher, like, how, you know, how the NFL. So I think that would definitely help grow women's football. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think it'd be kind of cool to see uh, like a little peewee football league for girls because I know there are definitely a ton of girls that are interested and there's just not really a way for them to progress until they're a little bit older. And right. by that time, it's, it's a little bit difficult because – the fundamentals really start at a young age, like four five and six. And definitely. And when you don't have that opportunity, it's kind of rough to teach it. And it's kind of why I have, I, I think my daughter is my mini me and my wife will agree for the most part. She'll sit down and watch football games with me and I'll kind of explain it to her, but obviously she's two. So it's a little bit above <laughs> her head, but I, I'm hoping that by me explaining to her, she can kind of get it. And then if she's interested later down the road, there'll be more opportunities. Cause I remember being in high school, there was one girl who wanted to play tackle football in high school and they wouldn't let her. She basically had to threaten to sue the high school to be even given a chance to play on the team, which I think right. is ridiculous. Right. If someone has the heart and passion to do it, let them do it. Cause I know, I know it's big, bad, and scary, but I know there are some women that are just big and bad and scary who can yeah. lay out guys. And so I agree. It's the fundamentals. That's, that's kind of what's rough is there's no, there's no way for them to start until they're at least 12, 13, 14. And that's a little bit too late. Right. So. I think it's awesome though, that you see more and more, um, you know, girls flag football leagues, uh, and, um, uh, and when you do see, you know, girls or women playing tackle football with the boys, they're usually like a kicker or, you know, some position where you're not really going to get tackled. And like, I understand where these guys are coming from. They don't want, well, for one, just because, you know, boys are a lot bigger, um, and they don't want the female to get hurt, but there's also just like a lot of a lot of guys that put down girls who play sports. Like you, I mean, I don't know if you followed the NCAA, you know, uh, with the women's football or uh, basketball. Yeah, it was frustrating to say the least. Um. Yeah, I I was just amazed, like how. I, I don't understand how they thought that was okay. Yeah. I, I guess that's the kind of society that we live in, that that is the norm. I put quotations around that because I don't think that should be the norm. And it's just frustrating. So I I agree with you on that. Like it, And I thought Sarah Fuller even playing in college football, even though she was a kicker, it was kind of a cool moment, at least yeah. for me. And mm -hmm. then to see all the negative comments and it's like, why you don't like, just because it's not the norm doesn't mean it's weird. Like, yeah. So, and I got, yeah, kinda, that, that's, yeah. that's the thing. It's like, 
it's not the norm, but you could make it the norm if you gave women the opportunity. Give them their own league. Give them their own uh, their own teams, you know? Like, and, and that's what the WNFC is doing for women, but for the younger generation, you know, that's what they want to do. So just give it to them. Yeah. And then guys wouldn't have to, you know, make such a fuss about girls on the on the men's football team. <laughs> You know, I don't mind playing. I didn't in high school. Uh, one of my girlfriends in high school, she Bishop Gorman is like one of the big powerhouse high schools here in Las Vegas. They're, all their sports programs are amazing because they recruit their players. And oh, she is played. That, they've been featured in uh, QB1, right? The Netflix show? I believe so. They're yeah. a private Catholic school. And yeah. Their football stadium is it's like a college stadium. I've been yeah. a couple of times and it's almost ridiculous how unfair of an advantage it is. It's insane. I, yeah. The girl I dated at the time was one of their star basketball players and they like went on a crazy run. I think they went undefeated like three seasons in a row and won a whole bunch of state titles mm-hmm. and stuff. And she would play basketball with my friends and I, and she'd make a lot of my friends look really bad. And I'm like, good, good. Make a, I, I think it's it's cool when a girl wants to step up and say, hey, I can play just as good as you can. Just right. give me the chance. And she did that on multiple occasions. And the only thing I had on her is I had like three or four inches. And that was the only advantage I had. Other than that, she was a phenomenal basketball player and made me look like I was an absolute scrub. So, <laughs> But I, I enjoyed it, and I have a little sister, too, who's also very competitive, and it was fun watching her. She played volleyball, and it was fun to watch her play, too. So I, I'm hoping that we will reach a stage where women's sports aren't so taboo, like it's, right. it's the norm. And I think we're making steps. It's just not as fast as we'd like it to be. Yeah. And give a new meaning to the phrase, you play like a girl. You know, <laughs> I yeah, and I just think it's awesome. I I appreciate what you're doing and what everyone else in your league is doing. It's it's seriously paving a way for my daughter and for all my friends who have girls, for them to have an opportunity to to play football or to do whatever they want to, because the sky is the limit, and right. I. I never realized how much it would mean to me until I held my daughter for the first time and understood like, this is going to be my life. I want her to understand that she can achieve whatever she wants to. And she, right. She just has to be willing to. So uh, I appreciate what you guys are doing, what your league is doing. And hopefully in a couple of weeks when you guys come here to Vegas, uh, we can come cheer you on and support you. So yeah, that'd I know. Be great. We're hopefully going to try to go to tomorrow's game here in Vegas. I think they're playing Utah. but mm-hmm. it's, oh, Utah is a powerhouse. Utah is a powerhouse. It's good to know. I have a lot of family in Utah that would probably love love to hear that. Cause, <laughs> and I'm actually interviewing a, a girl who plays on the BYU rugby team tomorrow. So oh, I'm excited. I, don't, awesome. I know nothing about rugby, but – She's friends with my sister and said she wanted to explain it. And she kind of sent me some pictures over. I'm like, dang, you, 
are hardcore too, like just watching all of it. So I'm excited. Yeah. And I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I appreciate you coming on and hopefully in a couple of weeks we can uh, cheer you guys on and uh, I will bring my daughter to it. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity and, you know, uh, trying to get the word out on women's football on the WNFC. I think it's really awesome. And uh, you sound like an, a great dad. So I'm trying, I'm still learning trial and error. Uh, I, there's more error than not. So <laughs> <laughs> my wife would say uh, everything that goes wrong with my daughter seems to be on my watch. So, <laughs> but you know, it, it is what it is. And she's not, she's still alive and kicking, which is, is a plus. <laughs> yeah. So before we go, is there anyone that you would like to shout out or, uh, yeah. If there, is there anyone you would like to shout out before we go? Um, definitely my dad for, you know, teaching me how to throw a football, first of all. <laughs> um, and then just my team, you know, we've been through some up and downs, but, uh, we always get it together and, uh, uh, you know, bring it to the teams that, that we play. So. Perfect. Well, I wish you the best of luck on the rest of your season and, Hopefully I get to see you guys in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And if you have anyone else who'd be interested in telling me their story, I'm happy to have them on. I, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm a talker and I love hearing other people's stories. So I, I definitely have a few people in mind. I'll, I'll let them know. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you again. And uh, I hope you have a great night. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too.